0: night moves exploration of contemporary sexuality
1: each week we bring you current research and sexuality a guest interview and we answer our listeners questions from email
2: night moves is a weekly radio sex talk show
0: a sex talk show full of information interviews and inquiries we answer your questions every week on air
1: i'm your host Ann hardy as a registered nurse i talk to male patients about erectile dysfunction
2: I'm Kay Crow, ASEC-certified sex therapist in private practice and local sex expert to those who are
0: curious. I'm Ray, your friendly man about town. I'm a guy who's been around the block a bunch of times, and I'm here to share opinions to Working help get you laid and keep you safe.
1: This week, we're exploring sex in unusual locations. For our guests, we're going to ask our listeners in the stream, what's the most unusual place you ever had sex?
0: After that, we'll answer questions from listeners like you.
1: Welcome to Night Moves, an exploration of contemporary sexuality. This week, we're exploring sex in unusual locations. It's been said that the key to a long-lasting, exciting sex life is novelty and variety. One idea to spice things up is change the locations. Most experience sexual excitement and getting away from your normal routine like on vacation or when staying at a hotel. But today we'd like to push it a little further and try something new, sex
0: in unusual locations. I don't know if you could call it an unusual location. It's a usual location in this day and age, but people like to do it in the car. 80% of people have tried it. I imagine that most people having sex have tried it. It's popular with people that don't have a private place to go. As long as you have a place to park your car, you might have somewhere pretty exotic to get down. The best position is really vehicle dependent. Sometimes it's woman on top, man on top, however you can fit in there. It's convenient. It's also can be pretty sexy. And some people like the taboo of the potential of being caught.
1: It also could be that baby boomers who grew up doing it in the drive-in, having sex in the car just makes them feel young again. I got
2: caught having sex in a car once by a policeman.
1: Ooh. Was it even
2: sexier then? Well, Not really. Be- he, just, he just said, y'all be on your way. Come on. <laughs> How about having sex in the shower or the tub. You can soap up your partner and give them a hand job. You can do some pubic hair shaving. That could be fun. Try taking a bubble bath. Have a glass of wine. Sit in the hot water for a while and relax. The one thing to keep in mind if you're trying to have sex in water is to use silicone lube because the warm water typically dries up your natural lubrication.
0: Sounds like fun with a rubber ducky.
1: How about a waterproof sex toy? Yes.
0: I've had a lot of good times in a tent. You enjoy feeling of nature outside while you're having sexy time inside. It works best in the winter when you can snuggle and savor the body heat of your partner. Tents are perfect for pretty much any position you can fit in in there. I recommend not using an air mattress.
2: Ah, okay.
0: Well, air mattresses pop.
2: Oh, yes. Under pressure. (laughs) And also,
0: you don't achieve the level of penetration that you can with something a little more stable. Do they squeak? They make a really annoying sound. Like, I can't even imitate it. Right. (laughs) It's awful.
2: And if you're camping in cold weather, you can have fun with, um, like, putting a hole in your long johns. And, you know, a very strategically placed hole, shall we say? Yeah, I once had sex on a camping trip. On a lawn chair as it sank into the mud. That was interesting.
0: I had sex in a snowbank.
2: Ooh. okay.
0: So if it's your intention to do it while you're out in nature on a hike or just roaming around in the woods, make sure that you understand that bug spray isn't your friend. If you're perspiring at all, that stuff is going to go in places you don't want it to go. You can be the recipient of chemical burns. It tastes horrible, too.
1: That can really ruin your sex. Right.
0: Immediately.
2: So instead, if you really need to use any type of bug spray, use something natural like... Roll around in the mud. (laughs) That. Or you can take a little witch hazel or water and mix uh, lemongrass
1: essential oil and use that instead. How about the water? A swimming pool, ocean, or lake? It might feel naughty when you're having sex while people are swimming around you. However, legs might be risky for infection. A well-chlorinated pool is best at night when no one's around, but those moans can carry. The best position is if she holds onto the side of the deep end and he pushes in between her legs. But beware of the cold water. The guy may get shrinkage or a problem maintaining an erection. And there's always beach sex, really popular in the movie. And when we talk about the exotic places to have sex, that's about the only ones I've tried. The pool, the ocean. We actually were on scuba under the water. And I pulled my swimsuit aside. He pulled his down. We were able to penetrate, but it didn't last very long. And we did it on the beach, but the sand really got in the way. Mm-hmm. And then we tried it in our own swimming pool, but... Boy, every time their pool was always cold and he would start and shrinkage. Not fun.
0: I recommend baby powder to to help keep the sand off if that you helps. plan on trying to have sex at the beach. Also, it really helps if you have a partner that you can stand up and do it with. Or maybe if your partner is shorter than you or taller than you, maybe you can find something to stand on. Right. But uh, laying down at the beach is a really hard one to pull off. It doesn't matter what your blankets are.
1: Right, there's a famous movie called From Here to Eternity where they're laying on the beach making out, and the waves wash up there. And I wanted to do that scene, but oh, when the <laughs> waves are washing up and all the sand, and you started trying to move around, and nah,
0: end up with a jellyfish in your butt. I'm not right. trying to have it. The
1: reality
2: is much different. I'm not having it exactly.
0: What's nibbling at my toe? Just, <laughs> this is not
2: good. Right. How about having sex? In places inside your home, for example, it's always a challenge for parents to find sexy time when they've got kids around that could walk in. In that particular situation, maybe quickies in small spaces is a good idea. For example, a closet, a cabinet, maybe downstairs while the kids are upstairs. Once again, we're talking about quickies. There are cultures where several generations live together under the same roof, and this creates a lot of challenges for privacy. For example, in Japan, they typically have this type of situation, several generations under the same roof. The young couples will go out to a love hotel. Most of them don't have cars. It's charged by the hour. They have access to porn and sex toys. Around the house, also consider christening each room maybe this happens when the kids are out with the grandparents and also play with the washing machine the spin cycle or the dryer
1: can be fun you sit on top of it
2: yeah you can do that or just lean against it so you're feeling the vibration through your body and if you're feeling it and you and your partner are close to each other or connected in some way they can feel it How about a RV?
1: From personal experience, it's the best. A comfortable bed, a bath close by, air conditioning when you need it, and you can indulge in any sexy behavior. Just lock out the kids and they will soon learn. Don't come a-knockin' if the RVs a-rockin'. If you don't have a motorhome, a travel trailer, any other RV, and if you don't have one, you can rent one and try it out.
0: You'll get charged for the stains later, though. (laughs) Yes. A big fantasy for people is doing it in an elevator. To get that, living it up while they're going down. There's an added fear of being caught because of the taboo. You know, you're in a public building, the door could open and, oh, you're caught. I would try standing up for that one, too. An elevator floor might be kind of weird. Although it might be good, too, as the elevator doesn't quite settle exactly on the floor. Mm -hmm. You might get a couple of last strokes in. That's true. That's true. And what about the cameras? Many elevators don't have cameras in them. Although you'd probably give somebody a show if they did, right? Right. Freight elevators have the most room.
1: Right. I thought hotel elevators typically had cameras in them for security purposes oh, maybe maybe yeah. so Sure. yeah i've done so it. beware i've
2: done it in an elevator but it just didn't last long because and if you push the button it sets to stop it, it it sets off an alarm but you do get some of that bouncy business in an elevator that's kind of fun
0: you could always push the stop button
2: but that sets off an alarm how about getting it on in a movie theater now i don't want anybody to get arrested so please be discreet Don't try to get it on when there are children sitting behind you, but pick a movie time when like it's during the day, it's very unpopulated or it's an awful movie that you're not going to pay attention to.
0: Anyway, sit in the back corner at the top of the theater.
2: There you go. That helps.
0: That way you don't have people around you.
2: Right. And it's a little difficult to actually do intercourse, but manual stimulation, oral sex in a movie theater is entirely possible.
0: The hole in the popcorn is not logistically easy. It makes a mess.
2: (laughs) The hole in the bottom of the popcorn container.
1: Yeah. And sitting in the movie, particularly of a sex scene, the hands can really roam in all kinds of places.
0: Agreed. Some people, uh, they have a fantasy for doing it in department store dressing rooms. I've heard that one. That one will get you arrested. I don't recommend it, but it sounds fun. I personally have a fantasy of doing it in a phone booth, but they're not around anymore. (laughs) Right. I saw it in a movie. It was pretty hot. I've never been able to let go of that.
1: I never thought dressing rooms were very sexy, that bright light, all the mirrors, people walking by, Mm -hmm. chatting. And lots of places now have rules that only one person
2: at a time can go inside, probably because Ah. couples were trying to take advantage of it. How about doing it in an airplane. The airplane bathroom is one of the more popular places for couples to try to hook up. Yeah. Although it's perfectly doable when you're in your seat.
0: Yeah, it's the only it's the only uh, kinky crazy place that's got its own club. <laughs> the mile high club if you're not familiar.
2: Right. I did it in an airplane bathroom. It was very fast and the only position because of the size of the bathroom was I leaned over the sink and he took me from behind but of course people were banging on the door you know maybe a flight attendant saw us go in there hey
1: you guys need to get back to your seats what are y'all doing in there yeah,
0: yeah. one of the things you can pretty much do anywhere though is if you have a cardboard box you could cut a hole in it and have a glory hole and pretty much do that anywhere you are
2: <laughs> it makes me think of that uh, portable glory hole that dick in the box thing yeah,
0: absolutely <laughs> I mean, that, that could be used at church. I mean, it could be used at <laughs> school. <laughs> you want to talk about the app they have
2: or the sure, thing? Sure, sure. According to the New York Times, only about 3% of people try to join the Mile High Club. And, of course, there's an app for it now. No surprise there.
1: So has anyone out there tried it before? Yeah, send us an email. Have you tried it? What was your experience? So, Sex in Unusual Locations may not sound so romantic in the traditional sense, but it can fulfill a fantasy and be fun in the moment. So, what's your closing thoughts about Sex in Unusual Locations?
0: I think it's the taboo that drives me to want to do that, but I can't advocate for anybody going to jail for their behavior here be careful no sex is worth getting arrested
2: exactly and most of the time i ended up having sex in unusual locations it was quite spontaneous and you know at the last minute it wasn't necessarily planned
1: if you have any other ideas for unusual locations send us an email let us know so as we warn try a new place and be aware and careful and send us an email let us know how it comes out If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Night Moves, an exploration of contemporary sexuality. And we're talking about sex, all kinds of sex, some serious, some lighthearted. After that, we'll answer questions from listeners like you.
0: Please send us your questions and comments to nightmovesksym at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at nightmovesksymradio.
3: The craziest place I ever had sex was in the computer room at my university.
0: The craziest place I've had sex so far is in the swimming pool of an apartment building where I did not live.
3: The top of a tall hotel overlooking the city with the lights and it was tucked away and I got this feeling like no one would see us here if we did something.
1: The craziest place I had sex was in a supply shed at a bar.
3: In the
0: Indian River on a tube. Craziest place I've ever had sex was on the edge of a 50-foot ledge in a house that was being built. A mall dressing room.
3: And in a SUV. Not too crazy. I guess that's like what everybody does, but that's the craziest so far. Craziest on a Ferris wheel. Um, When we got to the top, that's when we started messing around, like it paused. So, like, we're able to, you know, get it in, you know, doggy style, of course, because that's my favorite. In a car by the side of the road on a mountain. <laughs> so, the craziest place I've ever had sex was outside of my Pretty local cool. gay club. In the back seat with the door wide open, there were no cares to be given that day.
2: The craziest place I've ever had sex is in the movie theater <laughs> I gave him all sex.
3: The craziest place I've ever had sex is the top floor of a parking garage. Like blankets laid out. Nobody's up there kind of peeking over the edge in broad daylight. That was kind of crazy. I'm not sure why I did that. It was just kind of, you know, let's explore. Let's have fun. Why not? We get caught. We get caught. My favorite place around the house to have sex would be the living room on the couch because you can just get into different positions better, more sturdier. My favorite place around the house to have sex would probably be my bed and I know it's the most conventional place. My favorite place around the house to have sex is in the kitchen because that's where all the food is. So I get to eat food and I also get to kind of eat you a little bit. So. <laughs> my favorite place to have sex around the house is in the staircase. My favorite place to have sex around the house is the kitchen, just because it's easy access, you know, for other goodies like fruit and whipped cream, chocolate. fun to play with. My favorite place around the house to have sex is as
0: follows. 1A,
3: the salon where I have my nice couch. And it's very spacious to have all types of Olympic activities. 1B would definitely have to be the bedroom. Uh, My favorite place to have sex around the house would probably be the shower. In the future, I would like to have sex on a balcony in a fancy hotel
1: or just some fancy apartment complex that I can probably never afford. I would like to have sex in a high-rise building.
0: And the craziest place I would like to have sex in the future would be in zero gravity because reverse cowgirl and doggy style are the same position. And the craziest place I guess I would like to have sex... I think I would like to have sex on a balcony at uh, Donan Castle in Scotland. Oh,
3: yeah! The craziest place I like to have sex? Outside. In general. Almost anywhere outside. There's a treehouse in Texas that I don't want to go to, and that's definitely where I want to have sex. Would be just in open public. You know, just like a park or a beach. Not too many people. It's in like a field of flowers and... The craziest place I would like to have sex would be in public,
2: probably at like a players club, only with each other. Like watching other people and then getting off and then doing it ourselves.
3: The craziest place I would like to? I like being up high, so just like on the roof of something. That would be, like, the craziest place for me to have sex, like, on, on, like, some rooftop. Don't care if it's dingy, if it's dirty, just on the rooftop, but, like, also where I can be seen. Because <laughs> I just like for people to watch me. I don't know. <laughs> A spaceship or an aircraft carrier, but, like, just by ourselves. Like, I don't want anyone there. I just want to, like, be on an aircraft carrier with whoever I'm having sex with. I would really like to become a member of the Mile High Club because I just feel like I deserve it.
1: I know you have a question you've always wanted to ask. Jot us a little email. We'll answer your question on the air.
2: Email us at (laughs) nightmovesksym at gmail.com. Please
0: include your age and gender. Names will not be disclosed.
2: Night Moves, answering the questions you don't want to ask.
0: Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Night Moves KSYM Radio.
1: Questions and comments. The question is from a female in her 20s. I just ended an abusive relationship. I stayed longer than I should. And I lost my virginity to him. Virginity is prized in our culture. He made me feel that no other man would want me because I'm damaged goods. How do I get over this feeling? Well, my first thought
2: is that you need to reframe this situation through something like cognitive behavioral therapy. Work with a therapist who can help you look at this in a very different way because you've internalized what your ex told you, and it simply is not accurate.
0: You know, you've your, your cultural values are based in what other people have told you, too. How do you feel about yourself? Right. That's really what the important thing is here, because I'll tell you something, for every group of people that has a certain set of feelings and ways that put you in a negative light in their opinion, there's going to be another group who will cherish you. Exactly. Somewhere else.
1: Women tend to always internalize negative things. I'm with Kay. Please get into some therapy because you're not damaged goods and to heck with him.
0: There's always another guy out there who will want you.
1: Well, and there's also the element
2: of trauma with this young woman. She's probably internalizing a lot of things because she's been traumatized by this relationship. And
0: I'm sure the only reason that you were ever told that to begin with is because somebody else is insecure. Right.
2: And wanted control over you. It is possible to look at the situation differently. And I strongly encourage you to explore counseling or therapy to pursue that.
1: The question is from a male in his 30s. My girlfriend and I work different schedules. She goes to bed really early and she's up and gone before I hardly wake up. It's really affecting our sex life. Any suggestions?
0: When you find the answer to this one, I need to know it too. Uh, This is actually my life right now. (laughs) I'm living this. As far as the affecting our sex life, it's only affected the frequency in my case, but for some other people that will start drawing other problems. I recommend being self-realized enough to know that it's not a matter of who cares more or less. It's just logistics and don't let it come between you.
2: Right. When I work with couples in this situation, I like to get them talking about what they make it mean that they can't have more intimate time when it really comes down to, as Ray said, logistics. So there's got to be one day in there, maybe a Sunday afternoon or something that they can have some time together and they need to prioritize that. But often there's other conversations that need to clear out the resentment that has built over time Um, and they need to adjust their expectations.
0: Yeah, lack of sex will make you cranky with each other. And you just, like I said, you need to be self-realized enough to know what's happening.
1: And as Ray said, it makes you cranky. And even though you know rationally that you have different schedules and there's a reason you're working those, you still start building up to resentment. Like, why don't he make enough time for it? So my solution, and I've used this before, is, as Kay said, a date time you got to set up a specific time and don't let anything interfere of it alone just for yourself. And pretty soon you'll get to where you know when date night is and you'll start getting like horny the day before.
0: Uh, one of the ways that I've rationalized this is quality over quantity, first right. off. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I know that every situation that I'm in with her right now is temporary. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that yours is too, whether it's you know going to take you another two, three years for your situation to change or another 10 years, it's going to change eventually. And it's just about how bad do you want to be with that other person and what are you willing to tolerate? Either exactly. way, you can't let it become animosity.
2: Right. And be transparent with your partner. Just say, you know, this our situation really upsets me, but don't blame them for it. You know, that's to me where the resentment starts to come in as if they're responsible for your, your situation. Um, Make it a team approach it as if it's a team solution, something the two of you are addressing together. Agreed.
0: Or find a mutual (laughs) plaything.
1: Yeah. The question is from a male in his forties. My girlfriend offered me a one time sex with another girl. Because she feels she can't keep up with my sex drive. Is she just testing me? Should I go for
0: it? That is a trap. <laughs> Do not go for it. Abort. Put on the brakes. Go the other way. And, I mean, honestly, if it was me, I'd probably find another girlfriend. But, hey, that's you, buddy.
2: Right. I don't see how one time with somebody else is going to solve this long-term problem
0: yeah if she was serious she would have recommended an open relationship and she would have been open about well maybe she needs to have one time also now that's a trap and maybe she wants you to have one-time sex because maybe she did it
2: and just the just the i excuse me just the fact that she that you are asking the question um is she just testing me should i go for this makes me wonder how transparent your communication is I mean, why would people play
1: games like that? Don't go for it. It is a trap.
0: If you are forced to avert your eyes when walking with her, if you are forced to not look at other women or anything else, if, if that's a thing with her, that's your key right there. Just say no.
1: She is testing you because women feel insecure and they want a man to prove their love
0: for them.
1: So I think she's just testing you to see if you're going to say no. And that way you prove you love her.
0: And if you really want to be with her, maybe that's a chance for you to give her some extra attention because I'm sure you'll might get it back.
1: The question is from a concerned parent. What do you think of the family bed? We're having sex with the baby in the room in a bassinet. But what age should we stop having sex in front of our child?
2: I used to write a column for the San Antonio Express News, and the first column I did was about the family bed, and it was extremely controversial. I got so much mail. People are very polarized on this issue. More liberal parents are all about the family bed, the cuddling, the comfort it provides to the kid, the, the security. Other parents are like, no, you'll never have a sex life if there's a child in your room. So get them used to their own beds from an early age. I don't think an infant is aware of what's happening while they're in the bassinet and you're having sex in your bed. But once they get to the age where they can perhaps stand up and peer over the bassinet and watch you, yeah, it's probably time for them to not be in the room.
0: That said, um, though, children can't make judgments and distinctions at that age about that's sex. That's true. That's true. So they are, they're coming from a place of curiosity strictly.
2: Right. They might just think you're playing or wrestling around. Yeah.
1: The family bed was a few years ago, like beginning to be really popular and publicized by several of celebrities. However, the warning came out from the CDC that it's not good to have a family bed with a small baby because of infant death syndrome one parent could roll over on the baby so I think it's a no-no I think have the baby in the bassinet and then when he gets big enough he or she gets larger to outgrow the bassinet they should be in their own room in the bed you can get a baby monitor if you're really concerned and as a child gets older and they start getting scared, they'll come and want to get in bed with you. And we let one of our sons sleep with us for a little while, but it was like sleeping with a helicopter. So I made him like a little pallet by my bed. So if he got mm-hmm. scared. He can come and sleep there for a few hours. Good idea.
0: Sounds like having kids in the bed while you're trying to have sex would make it lumpy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would. It would. <laughs> and get a lock on your bedroom door. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And pretty soon your kids will know that don't knock on the door because mommy and daddy are having their nap time.
2: Right. Typically anything having to do with parenthood or caregiving shuts down desire. So just try to make them
1: as separate as possible. You're right. That. Kid knocking on the door, mommy, mom, mommy. dad, what are y'all doing in there? Whoop, that's a killer! That's a killer. Yeah. Catch up on past episodes on Mixcloud.com/slash NightMovesKSYN. Good night, and I hope you find yourself in bed with a book you
2: love or someone who's already read one.
0: Hey y'all, have a great night. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, but if you're gonna do it, do it safe. Do it well, or don't bother.
1: Good night, working have a fabulous week, and tune moves. in next week to Night Moves, an
0: exploration of contemporary sexuality. Working on a night moves,
3: trying to make some front page driving news,
0: working on a night moves.